You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young. We are here with our special co-host and founder of Well Run Media, DC Lucchese. And we are here with Gary and Karen from Catalyst Construction. Now, Gary has over 40 years of experience in this industry. They took all of that experience and created Catalyst Construction back in 2018. And we want to tell you a little bit more about this local but badass company. Now, it's no secret that Charlotte is in a building boom. Everywhere you look, there are cranes, construction companies, busy at work. They're as varied as the, the letters of the alphabet, too. You don't know what you're going to see out there or what's going to fit somebody's project. Every corner is different. And that's where Carrie and Garen or Karen come into play here on the Brand Builders Podcast. They're going to share more and give us some insight into about how they grew their company to become established so quickly into Charlotte's construction scene. But tell us more about what makes them special. Gary's experience goes all the way back into 1983, and he says his major influence was not even the industry. His wife brings that perspective, not only about the details, but really what makes Catalyst a complete package. I've had the pleasure of getting to meet uh, them and go and see their facility. You can tell just by looking at their employees how passionate they are about what they do. But this is a business, and the way that it was put it, if it needs to be done, we're going to get that shit done. And I think that's what Catalyst Construction does, and I think some of the stories they'll tell us is going to mean that. And uh, this is a group that if, if you came to them and said, hey, we've been calling 17 different people and nobody can do this project, Gary and Karen are the ones that will come up with a solution. And I'm excited to learn more about that. Thank you so much, Gary and Karen, and welcome to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about Catalyst Construction. Tell us about what do you guys do? What sets you apart? Give us a little intro into uh, into your business. Do you want to go? <laughs> You're a salesperson. Well, we are a GC, but we also are a sub for the bigger guys with more zeros on the end of their uh, jobs. <laughs> but we kind of specialize in the weird stuff that nobody else wants to do or can figure out how to do. For example, years ago, he got called into a, a local bottling company and they had a huge problem. They flew in somebody from up north. He looks at it and this is how he does it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And the guy said, okay, how much production time am I going to lose? And he's like, oh no, you're not going to lose any production time. Guy's like, I always lose three months. He's like, you're not going to lose a second. And he pulled it off. So they had to dig eight feet underneath the production line to replace pipes that needed replacing. Not one second of time was lost. Not one second. So they've wow. been a loyal since then. Is this the story that you guys were literally pulling out stuff with buckets, like like paint buckets or something? Yeah. That's yeah, five-gallon buckets. Yeah. Yeah. So th Holy when I say geez, they'll do yeah. anything... Uh, that's what they mean. Like, we'll go under the building, basically. We'll go under everything, fix a pipe, and we'll just take this out in buckets. Like, that's like some 1700s type of stuff. That's amazing. So, Gary. And how many things went through the production line per second? Oh, that production line, it does uh, 220 two-liter bottles a minute. Yeah. So, they don't, they, they can't be down. They can't be down wow. at all. Wow. Yeah. So, it's a $15,000 an hour room. 
Jiminy. I, you know, honestly, Ooh. I don't know what you charge for that project, but I can only imagine the amount of money you saved them if they had to be shut down for that yeah. long period of time. You probably could have been like, it'll be $2 million. Thank you very much. Well, like, that's a lot of pencils. Here you go. Here you that's go. A- um, well, tell <laughs> us. It also, it also sets the bar for future projects for them. Definitely. Like, they didn't know that was possible before, yeah. right? You know, and that's yeah. I, that's what when we talked about that story, that's exactly what came to mind is you guys are problem solvers. And when you are a problem solver, you are somebody that they rely on. It doesn't matter if it is your expertise or not. If you solve problems, people will call you for referrals for other problems that they have. And yes. if it's a large client and you are that resource, it is invaluable. And I think throughout COVID, there have been a lot of companies that have stepped up to the plate. There are companies that maybe things are not the same way they used to be, but you're going to be able to come up with a solution. You're going to be able to come up with a way to help them out. And that will only put you in a position to be way more successful in the future. And that's exactly what you guys have done. So I bet you that has earned you projects that aren't, let's go under 20 feet with, with paint buckets, basically, that are, that are I don't want to say easier, but you never would have gotten that opportunity if you didn't prove yourself in that environment. And it's not just that. It's like another five-gallon bucket story that we have. We were called in as a sub. Uh, there were water issues on this project. And what was it, an eight-month T&M, time and materials? We literally were digging five-gallon buckets of mud out all day, every day, and carrying it out. So I, of course, go to the job site. I'm like, score, you guys are getting paid to work out. This is so awesome. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We were doing five gallon buckets. Were you doing five gallon buckets, Karen? Okay, just making sure. You said we. She was taking pictures of this amazing work and telling. She's a PM. She's getting the projects rolling. It's like hold on, the royal we. I I get it now. I get it now. So, so Gary, you've been in this business. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to age you, but my birthday was yesterday. Um, but you've been in this business longer than I've been alive. Holy and, crap. You um, went there. Dang. I know I did it. I did it. Show's over. I Thanks know. I'm sorry. All right. But I want to learn how you got involved in construction. Tell us a little bit about that story because you have obviously a wealth of knowledge in this field. Uh, and I'd love to hear kind of how that, that story started. Yeah, well, I'm second generation construction. So by the time I was nine years old, I was already working on the job sites. You know, I was I was making big money. I was getting two dollars an hour to sweep floors and pull nails out of boards and carry boards. There you go, man. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I've been through by the you know, by the time I was 12 years old, I could operate dozers, track hose, forklifts. I could operate all the equipment. I was doing grading. By the time I was in high school, I was running second shift paint crews out yeah, at uh, local facilities. And then it's just been, I've been in the business uh, through college. I worked in the office because I wanted to learn how the office operates. So I've got the good combination of all the field experience, the office experience, general management. Uh, That's what puts it together. That's how we are part of what helps us to be able to figure out the weird stuff. We've done so much stuff for so long. We usually have a little bit of reference to figure it out. And if we can't, we'll break it down to pieces and then figure it out. But it's pretty much hereditary, I guess, at this point. Well, you obviously, um, I don't know if you watch Yellowstone, and I'm not going to give away anything. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Best show ever. 
Um, not a sponsor. I don't want. Yeah, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor <laughs> but you can be Yellowstone if you want to be, right? Um, but I love, I love that that show. And there, and I don't want to give anything away, but there is, you know, episodes that talk about, you know, basically making a a, a young kid a man, right? And there's always a man in someone. And you clearly were given that opportunity at a young age to learn that. And I think that's something that's missing in our society as far as challenging, you know, not only your children to be the best they can be, but exposing them to things that will make them successful in the future. It doesn't need to just be an iPad in their lap. You were driving dozers and excavators at 12 years old. My three and a half year old son, when I let him listen to this podcast, is going to ask me if he's going to be able to drive dozers at 12 years old. And what the hell am I going to tell him? You can do whatever you want, son. I'm going to send you down to Gary at Catalyst and he'll put your ass on a dozer. (laughs) Gary has insurance now. I I can assure you the answer will be no. Well, we'll just let him sit in it. You know what I mean? Um, Fantastic. So tell us about the the business now. When you go over there and you see the people, it's just everybody's doing their job. It's a team effort. Everybody seems very kind of, you know, on the same train and you just don't get that vibe from a lot of companies when you go in there. So tell us about kind of the culture of the business and and where you guys are and where you're, where you're looking to go. Well, culture is really important to us and it's, it even goes to the job site. So Mm-hmm. There's no cursing of any of our crew members, nor are they going to be cursed at. Love it. So there's no swearing, no bad words at all. Um, we're very respectful of them and their time and the gifts that they bring to us. So we're going to protect them on a job site. If somebody's yelling at them, because there's no yelling either, unless imminent danger, right? Yeah. But no yelling and anger. So if we get a phone call from one of the foremen, hey, so-and-so's really losing their cookies over here, he talks to him, and then he will make the decision whether to shut down the job or not. And every time he has shut down the job within a couple of hours, hey, Gary, what happened? Well, your guys are cursing our guys and screaming at them, and we don't do that. Okay, if we fix it, will you come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing is, our guys do not sag. We work in a lot of occupied spaces, so yeah. no sagging allowed. Um, and that's really important to the people that we work for. Over the years, we, we've learned morale and culture is so important. We, I've made a mistake in the past where I let some highly qualified people that were terrible to work with stay too long. Morale goes down. Culture goes down. It takes too long to rebuild that. Yeah. We're here. We're here more awake than we are at home. Mm-hmm. We and our guys need to enjoy our lives and enjoy our life. If we don't, then why do it? Uh, we still send a lot of highly qualified people down the road if they don't mix with our guys, if they're not our culture. It's not worth sacrificing our values just for one or two people. Oh, this is funny. So we had we hired a, a man in the office. This is a couple of years ago. And we are a woman-owned business, okay? We're an SBE, we're a VBE, we're WBE. And we do whatever needs to be done. It doesn't matter what the title is on the card, whatever needs to be done, everybody here will pitch in and do it. And this man made the mistake of saying that answering the phone was women's work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> bye. Wow. Yeah. Oh, bye. Thanks, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> I mean, who raised that person? Whoa. You should get slapped. Man. Woo. Uh, 
Yeah. So, and, you know, just recently we had, we hired a field guy, a new field guy, and you guys understand yeah. the difficulty in having staff now. Sure, sure. Uh, he made it through the first day on a Monday. Tuesday, he goes to a job. And literally, you guys, we do something different every day. Mm -hmm. So he was asked to go and help another guy who's a foreman who's been here for how, 12 years. 12 years go help him finish this trench. It was a small trench. It wasn't like you're going to be digging a trench for the week. Just go help him finish this. The foreman's out there happily digging away. And this guy says, no, I'm a carpenter. I don't do that. Thank you for showing us sooner wow. rather than later. Wow. That's not going to work. You know, and that's, that's awesome as far as, as understanding what it's going to take for your company to be successful. You know, we work in a small business and, and I remember when I joined this business almost seven years ago, which is insane. I, I told Scott, I'm, I'm the type of person that I'll pick up a broom, right? I don't, it doesn't need to be on my job title to know that it needs to be done. And if you're in a business like that, that's what has to happen, right? Like whoever is the people that are like, that's not on my job description. Like, bye, bye. Yeah. So I love that. Now tell me, Karen, where did this journey uh, start for you? How did you meet Gary? Let's, let's, let's figure out this part of the story because I know it's a good one. <laughs> so let's just say I've only been in construction since Catalyst, <laughs> really. He was a client of mine in a former business. And everything that I've, I've always done something different. I'm very much a, not a straight line. I'm the exact antithesis of a straight line. But everything I've ever done, because I pretty much have always had my own business, is sales and marketing. If you own your own business, you, you know, you're sales and marketing and business development, period, full stop. So I already had those basic skills and I love people. And so I tried doing my old business and doing this part-time that didn't work. This is our family business. So I closed down my other business and came on board full-time and awesome. it's, it's been a good run. She's, she's done great. She's brought in 80% of our clients this year. We'd have been in trouble without her. Love it. See, that's pretty, that that's awesome. Great, so yeah. how many people do you guys have on your team uh, currently? We're probably about 25 people right now. We're a little low. Permanent, uh, permanent employees. Yeah, permanent employees. We, do, we use a lot of uh, permanent temps. We use a lot of temps and then kind of leased labor. Uh, we don't, unless they're pretty much foreman level and above, they don't come on our payroll. We can, in a daytime, between us and our all our staff and subs, we can have 50 to 80 people on a job a day. Oh, my God. Wow. That's I love a lot of people to keep up with. Yeah. So I do. you guys are, are, are a couple. You also work together. You are with each other 24-7. And I love my wife, but we always have that conversation that I don't think we could work together. Right? <laughs> that sounds terrible to say. I don't think we could do it. We tried that during COVID. <laughs> It was that's like, just, that's just working in the same office. Yeah, they're like, they're like I know. In the same office. You guys are the like, you're business. at the same desk. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Literally. So tell us. What my, you... office, my office is beside his and I love it because I can sneak in there and kiss his bald head anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the secret? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a, you know, I will say there's more in my opinion, and I might be wrong about this, but in my opinion, there are more couples that 
out of coming out of COVID will have created their own businesses together. Will have figured out that they can work, you know, together in the same space and they decide, well, why don't we combine, you know, our forces and do something different or, or why don't you come on my side? Like what is the success to not only being a happy couple outside of work, but being a successful couple that is growing a business uh, during the day? I mean, there is no separation. You guys is, are probably very hard to overlap from the family time into the business time. And I think there's a lot of people out there that would say like, how do you do it? How does it work? It's really two things. It's mutual respect. And the things that he's brilliant at, I'm not. And the things that I'm good at, I'm he's not. Yeah, brilliant. And so it really yeah. does work that, mm -hmm. that, that blend yeah. makes it all worthwhile. Have you guys we, we do have boundaries. You know, there's days at home, you know, I might have a long day and might get home. Some days we won't even see each other. We're different directions. Mm -hmm. uh, some days we're here together. No problem. We'll get home and she might be all wound up talking. I'm like, I'm done for today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. Give me my Yellowstone yeah. bourbon. I'm sitting down. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. We'll go over yeah. tomorrow. Yep. And then there's other days that we'll talk till late in the night back and forth. What about this? What about that? Who, you know, what's this job? What's that? How's this yeah. employee doing? So you got to respect each other when the yeah. boundaries are set. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then, I guess that begs the question. When you're not at work and you're not talking about work, what do y'all do? Oh my gosh, we do everything. Yeah, we pre-pandemic we traveled a lot, oh, that's so that's awesome, been man. the tail of bit. Um, mm -hmm. We we love hiking yeah. and mm -hmm. running. Um, All right. We love floating in an inner tube on the lake and just yeah. having a bottle of champagne. Yeah, well, who doesn't like that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, that would be called Sunday. That would be called. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. I I challenge you to get in the water. This Sunday, or, yeah, yeah. or any Sunday in the next little bit here, it's a little chilly out there. With like, oh man, no. Well, well then. So that being said, with the culture piece and all that, I mean, literally, and I mean, legitimately, it sounds like that culture is, you know, family wide, company wide, etc. And I and I think that's great. Um, if somebody came up to you and said, "I'm not familiar with you and your company," how would you describe your company? Now, other than other the obvious that. We're, we're in the construction business, but how would you say, what's the, what's the separator, the differentiator, the, the unique value prop, whatever marketing, you know, speak you want to use. Uh, I can go, go on and on about that, but, but what's the thing uh, you said, hey, this is the thing that sets us apart, man. Um, we're both prior military. We're both prior army. Mm -hmm. So if we say it's going to be done, it's going to be done. Mm -hmm. Period. Full stop. There, there's, there's no question. It's going to be done to your satisfaction. Um, and the other thing is you can't bring something too weird for us <laughs> or too out of the box. And so people like, honestly, you know, I have this little thing and I brought it. Catalyst Construction is an unlimited and classified GC who also works as a sub for the big guys. In old school GC, we self-perform as much as possible. We cover renovations, construction, site work demo, and weird stuff up to $5 million. Call us for your interior demo and build back bollards and anything you can't quite figure out. Like when I mentioned that yeah. we do bollards, people be like, really? Can you do this? Sure. So you know, a lot of the stuff that's like yeah. everyday things you mm -hmm. see in construction, a lot of people don't do anymore. 
Yeah. There you, see, there you go. Learn something every day. Yeah. And you guys also said we understand the expectations of our customers and get the job done right every time. Right. And I think yes. if, if you are a customer of anything, that's all you can ask for. Right. And I also think, mm-hmm. you know, in our business, we talk about this all the time. It's not about what we do when we do everything correct. It's what if, what if there is a hiccup? What if there is a delay? What if there is something that you know, has thrown a little bit of a, of a wrench in, in mm-hmm. the process or, or the project. We're going to be upfront about that. I'm going to have a conversation about yeah. that. We're not only going to come and say, this is wrong. We're yeah. going to give you what we're doing to make it right each and every time. I'll tell customers all the time. We're not perfect. We're going to make a mistake. The only thing I ask is you just tell us and I guarantee you, we're going to fix that mistake. Mm-hmm. We will fix it. We've had, I mean, as long as we've been in business, we've had some huge mistakes Sure. That were monstrous. Mm-hmm. First thing we do, get on the phone to the customer. This just happened. Don't worry, we got okay. you. We will fix it. Uh, and we don't. The customers to us are critical. They're important. Mm-hmm. We can recover from a mistake. You can't. It's harder to recover from losing a great customer. And we understand that we're in for the long run. We're not after a short, quick buck. Most of our clients have been with us. You know. Right now, our shorter ones are three years. Our long ones, we're working with one that we started working with back in 1988. Oh, wow, man. Holy cow. Good for you guys. That's awesome. And that speaks volumes. I mean, I think that's how, if you're a business and you want to stake around, like you're not about the transaction, you're about the relationship. And, you know, there's plenty of customers that we have that are probably our best customers now. We don't have them as our best customers because we did everything right. We have them as our best customers because we made it right when we made a mistake or when something went wrong or even things that we couldn't control. It's not about that. It's about always making sure that your customer is happy, making sure that experience is great. We talk about that all the time. And, you know, we're in completely different Mm -hmm. industries, but I feel like any company, if you have that mindset and you're more about the longevity, um, I do, I do want to say this quickly. I feel like there's an issue with with our younger generations as far as trying to get into not only a business or starting your own business, they are falling in love with instant gratification and instant results. And I made this much money this quick instead of falling in love with the journey, falling in love with the hard work, falling in love with the times that you fail, falling in love with the things that are going to make you great and make your business even better and bigger than you ever imagined. And stop thinking about one year and I need this and I'm going to go to another company to make more money. If you don't fall in love with failing, then you're never going to be able to enjoy winning. And I feel like that's something that you guys have have nailed down and you understand it. So this is why we started the podcast to bring on people like yourselves who have great businesses, who understand the value of doing the right thing each and every time. And uh, I can honestly say it's an honor to have you guys as a, uh, as a business here in Charlotte. Thank you. Appreciate it. We love it here. Which begs the question. How does someone get in touch with you and Catalyst Construction? Well, first of all, they can just call me on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) What's that number? 704-400-8153. That's my cell phone. So they can text or call. Um, Obviously, they can email Karen at Mm catalystcci.com. I'm the gatekeeper for him because he's busy doing bids and job folders. It's funny. Like in the afternoons, I try to help answer the phone. And, you know, there's a specific way you're supposed to do it. And I do it that way. And then somebody say, oh, I want to speak to Gary Elmich. Great. Who is this? What is this in reference to? Well, I just, okay. Literally, I would say, I am the gatekeeper. So you have to sell me to get to him. And it never works. 
It yep. never works. I'll take their number, whatever. Yep. But he's busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an info at catalystcci.com. People mm-hmm. can email. Uh, we're pretty accessible, except we do go to bed early because we get up early. Very other hard. than that, we're accessible. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I oh love my it. God. Well, Gary and Karen, thank you guys so much. Catalyst Construction is a member of ABC's Carolina. has got to give a shout out to Amy Sullivan Hicks, who's the president mm-hmm. over there. She's amazing. It's the reason we got introduced. Uh, if you don't know about that group, definitely check them out. It's full of businesses just like Catalyst. And if you're yes. one of our you know, clients in this space um, and you're not familiar with Catalyst, you can reach out to me or, or Scott. We'd love to make that introduction. And just really uh, excited and, and thankful for Gary and Karen for joining us on this episode. Thank you guys so much for for what you've been able to build. You should be very proud about it. Uh, but also, you know, what the future holds. I mean, I think you guys, it's only 2018 when you started this. So like you're yeah. you're still a baby. You know, my, my, my son was born in 2018. He's only three. So like, we, you guys are just getting started and uh, we're, we're excited to see, you know, where you guys go from here. But again, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.